Hey, 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 Brandon Beliso here. You're living your best life. Friday, September 16th, 11 a.m. Pacific Standard Time right here where? On the West Coast. I am Brandon Beliso. This is Success Never Sleeps. Holding down the fork on the back end is Marco. Give you lots of love. Big hand for Marco. Yay. He's out there doing it. Man, can you believe this year is blowing by? Here we are. Kids are back in school. You know, everybody was kind of like, holding this collective breath. We all do during the summer, right? We come through the summer, we go, yeah, back to school, back to school, back to school. Well, I'm going to dive deep on that because I think there's a lot of different data out there. I am seeing the pockets of people that are opening new locations. We just remodeled. But across the board, I'm going to say the majority is feeling it. You know, they really are. And we're going to dive deep on that. But before we do that, I want to start by thanking my sponsors. We have Market Muscles, right? Simply the best in, in website design. Somebody asked me my stats on, on Market Muscles. I think what I want to share with you more about Market Muscles than just the things we look for and those KPIs, how many leads are coming in, how many of those leads are opting for trials, how many of those trials actually show up. You know, as we move into that, I think we want to pay attention to the strategy that I know goes into um, market muscles and what they do. It's like anything. If it's set up well, right? If it's set up well, then you have Google looks at the algorithms. It looks at the, the basic composition, the structure of the website, and it knows, hey, they play well. See, that's what, when you talk about native and those environments, all them, you know, you got different codes talking to each other, right? And fundamentally, Google goes, yeah, you're cool right? We can earn trust through you, through your website, then it's a good day. That's why I personally don't do my own website anymore when it comes to my businesses um, or using things like Wix. You know, those, those cheaper websites to me just aren't structured well, whereas Stephen understood putting the right code behind it talks well with Google. I, I hope that makes sense to you. So that's the thing I think is most important about market muscles today. As we know, technology changes by, by, the second now. So you have to constantly update, update, update. Like backlinks, done. No, 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 no. Don't be putting a bunch of backlinks because, again, you're piggybacking, trying to use some trick, and Google doesn't dig that. So a good structured website, I think, uh, based upon the platforms that people are communicating through, like Google, Yahoo, you know, whatever the case may be, is real important. And that's a longer story than I wanted to get into, but I'm going to give you that. My studio. I'll be out there next week for the My Studio Business Summit, September 23rd, 24th over in D.C. You know, I'm an early adopter, and that's one of the reasons that they have me coming out there to speak about early adoption. I am an early adopter, and I was with My Studio when they first came out. Now, is it the same product today as it was then? No. It had so many challenges, but like any good software, you know, as we learned at Harvard, get it out is better than get it perfect. And if you expect life to be perfect, you will never succeed. It's through the mistakes, the trial, the error, the feedback that we cut a straight line to success. So you have to be willing to embrace that philosophy if you're going to be an early adopter. And today, my studio rocks. So kids love life skills. You know, when I started that over a decade ago, I didn't want people handing me books. And my challenge with, with the different life skills companies out there, they handed you a book. 
on confidence and you're supposed to teach this. And I found it just was very cumbersome to our curriculum. So I made it simple, easy, and effective. So today, Kids of Life Shows is all over the world. Um, if you want to be viewed as an investment for the parents in your community, then you definitely need to position yourself as a life skills educator. Now, does that mean your martial arts sucks? No, it doesn't. So stop it. It doesn't mean that at all. Cool? So I want to be very, very mindful of that in that process. All right. Let me say hello to a few people and I'll thank our next sponsor. James, Jason, Rick, Rick, Bob. What's happening, Bob? Conrad, Ray Moore. All right, everybody. So last but not least, Elsie Accounting. My sister's got to get eye surgery today, so send her a couple of prayers, folks. Yeah, my nephew hit her in the eye with a baseball, and she didn't think it was that big of a deal, but she was seeing floaters and different things. And lo and behold, she went into the doctor yesterday and said, nope, you need surgery right away. So hopefully it's routine. They're going to take care of it, and she'll be all good. But my sister at LC Accounting for me is something really special because number one, she is my sister. But two, just talking about LC Accounting, you know, you want somebody that's that's going to call you on your shit. Can I say that? Is that okay? That's going to call you out. And I watch many school owners spend recklessly, recklessly when they don't even have the means. Like, why did you buy that? I don't know. Well, you need to have a budget, stick to the budget if you're going to not only sustain that business, but over time grow that business. Habits of saving, habits of spending, right? All of that tempers out to you creating a sustainable business for yourself, right? So be mindful of that. Get a good bookkeeper in your corner, get a good accountant in your corner. Are they one and the same? Not for us. I mean, not at the level of, of what we're doing. It's important I have an accountant and I have a bookkeeper, but can you get one in a rolled up in one in, when you're first starting out? Absolutely. Stop the Excel spreadsheet, stop the QuickBooks. That is something I always tell people you should out, outsource. Cool. All right. As you say, I'm excited. I've been away and, and, and I'm, I know people have been following me. I'm always very transparent about my life and what I do. And you've seen the hustle and grind I've been going through for the past three weeks. Why? Because one of our guys got married in Hawaii. We closed for a week. We've never done that. I've never closed the business for a week in 22 years. Crazy, right? But that's part of the appeal to the gym mentality. We only close 11 days out of the year. Plus, it keeps my team working. So that's a twofold thing. We serve the community and the team doesn't have to uh, not get paid, those who work hourly. Cool? So, here was my strategy, and this is, this leads me into the things to do during this fourth quarter, right, to do to this fourth quarter. So we're going to be closed for a week. If we took everybody's membership and move it ahead by a week, you know how much money that would cost? Think about that. We do about 180000 a month between two locations, sometimes a little higher. Divide that into what? Four weeks. And what do you get? That would have been huge, right? That would have been huge. That's forty, fifty thousand dollars I would have had to eat for one week to push that forward. And we're a cash-based business, correct? Follow me. We're a cash-based business. So money in, money out. So instead of losing a week at about 40 to 50 grand, because everybody's expiration date would have had to been pushed out, we offered additional classes. Millbrae, we don't have classes on Friday. So two Fridays prior to the closing, I taught classes. We're not open Labor Day weekend. On that Saturday in Millbrae, I taught classes. And we were pushing it for about a couple of months so people knew to make up classes before the closure and after the closure. So what the average person was going to lose one class if they're once a week or two classes. As long as you gave them a recourse to be able to make up those classes, then we didn't lose 
any revenue. We had one kickboxer who was signing up that decided to wait until we reopened. So that I thought was an amazing strategy that worked well in our favor. Also, because we were closed, what a great opportunity to remodel. And we did, as you saw it, we turned over San Francisco in one week, one week. Now, working with contractors, we know that's unheard of, right? But if you watch the videos right down to the 11th hour, folks, the 11th freaking hour, we're scrubbing, getting things ready, you know, and we got San Francisco open within a week. And if you look at the pictures, the waiting area is badass. Now, I've said it before, you don't make money in the waiting area, but they took away all the parking in San Francisco with some street reorganization. So we have no parking in front. The average parent we found from data is walking a block, a block and a half in with their kid. So guess what? They want to stay. So to improve the experience, right, that customer experience, we improved our waiting area and created more seating. You with me? So that's that's part of that course. And then in the past 24 hours, we turned around and refloored Millbrae. The reason why that's strategically time-wise, and then you can follow me on this, we said we're closed for a remodel. Millbury opens back up. The mats hadn't been delivered. It didn't look like anything was done in Millbury, right? So I sat there oh, the other night. I think it was Wednesday night. We redid the whole floor. And then there were like 20 cuts. Then the contractors came in and did all the cuts. And now Millbury is done. People are happy. We did an upgrade. So I think that's important. If you're going to say you're going to do something in your business in this fourth quarter and you don't do it, you're going to fail miserably miserably. And we're going to talk deeper about that. So as you come aboard, say hi. Hey, Nam. What's up, Master Nam? Don. Don O'Neill. So as you come aboard, share this with as many people as you can and put your name in there. Put the name of your school and where you're tuning in from. Because I'll do something fun today, Marco. Let's randomly choose a discovery call, right? 30 minutes to an hour with me to chop it up about your business. But all you got to do is say that you shared this with as many groups and people as you can. And you put here in the comments your name, the name of your school, and where you're tuning in from. Cool? Who can do that? You ask people that that spend four hours, um, spend an hour with me on the phone, I can change your life. I can change your life. And that leads me into what, Marco? It's Time Live Balance. What is that? April 13th? No, April 15th through 18th. What are the dates on that, Marco? Go ahead and throw up that slide if you got one for It's Time Live Balance. 20 people, four days, it will change your life. It's unlike anything in the martial arts industry. It's very eclectic. It's very immersive. It's very interactive. And I think it's cutting edge. We do silent meditations together. We write together on the bluff. We cry together. We love together. We live together. And in those four days, your life will be changed forever, 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 ever. Good. Hey, Joey, what's happening? Belize Martial Arts. Put it in there. Make sure you share this, everybody. Share it. Put in your name, the name of your school you're tuning in from. Be proud of it. Beyond Martial Arts Bakersfield. Yep. Yep, yep, yep. So that's all there. All right. So the new quarter has just started, right? We have September, October, November, and December. So back to school stuff has been really obvious. But you know when September started for us? Back in August and July. How so? We did... Three kindergarten meet and greets at our martial arts school. Is it too late to do that? I don't know. Maybe, maybe not. But every August or so, this was my wife's idea. This was not my idea. I wish I could take credit for it. She realized incoming kindergartners did not know 
anybody at this new school. And it's, it's, it's very traumatic. You think about it, going from this little preschool circle time on the rug, right, with maybe 15 kids to this big classroom of about 25 to 30 kids. And it's in a new environment and there's new teachers and there's other kids there. So that was, that was a huge one because our son actually went to preschool out of our city. He went the next city over. So when my son started kindergarten, he didn't know anybody in his class, anybody. So my wife's idea was, well, let's put together this event, a kindergarten meet and greet where the parents can come to our school with the kids and we can have them have this opportunity to meet each other and hang out. But the key element for us was tying it into the PTA. The PTA has the email list of all the incoming kindergartners, right? And the parents. So by involving the PTA, there's the community vibe. The PTA got up there. They said a little speech. Hello, how are you doing? Welcome to the event. You know, join the PTA, right? Because that's what they're there to do. They want to recruit new parents all the time into the PTA. You with me? Tell me if you're with me on this. Tell me if everybody's with me on this. Cool. All right. But the key thing, I think the key element from our part culturally was creating drills, where these kids got to introduce each other, meet each other based upon life skills that we teach. So one was confidence and said to the whole room, all right, who could say confidence or confidence or confidence means to believe in yourself. What does confidence mean to believe in yourself? Well, if you have the confidence, you're willing to go up and make a new friend. So we face the kids facing each other. First thing they learned how to stand with confidence so the bully doesn't bother them. Parents loved it. Next, they learn how to say their name. Hi, my name is Johnny. They learn confidence there. But the kicker was one kid had to walk up to the other, introduce himself, and ask the other child his name. Hi, my name is Johnny. What is your name? And it was powerful. It was so powerful. And the parents got to talk. They met. They agreed. And then we rotate. They did it with a new child and a new child. So see, it could be a huge miss if you don't create drills that serve the purpose of them meeting and greeting each other, right? So that's what every drill I designed for those events were for them to meet and greet and interact. We did a teamwork drill. One kid held the pad for the other, the other kid kicked it 10 times, then he shared and took turns. Again, super valuable, right? You're going into kindergarten. What's the best way to make new friends? Share and be kind, share and be kind. So we did a simple patio, but the way it was pre-framed, the way it was implemented, that was the magic. Give me a thumbs up in there if you guys are with me on that. I want to make sure I'm painting the right pictures for you guys there, rock stars. Good. Conrad's with me. Everybody's there. So the kindergarten meet and greet, I think, is real, real powerful. Right now, of course, we just finished the Art and Wine Festival, and we had the demo team on the stage, and we doled out cotton candy for, you know, five, six hours on a Sunday for free. Lorenzo Sandoval just did one for Ageless Martial Arts, and same thing, for free. Artisan just did kindergarten meet and greets within his, in his school. Resilient Martial Arts is out there doing cotton candy events. They're very powerful back-to-school night, opening, you know, whatever, student teacher things. I mean, there's just so many. We have one coming up next week, International Food Day at an elementary school. Great. We're going to set up that cotton candy machine and we're going to put a sign that says cotton candy courtesy of One Martial Arts with a nice big QR code. They scan that. It takes them to the website. Remember, they aren't there to buy martial arts classes. They are there to eat a bunch of international foods, right? So for me to sit there and push my wares is 
totally a huge miss, but we will give out cotton candy. And if somebody asks about a program, we just say scan that QR code. We have separate QR codes, one for after school, one for day camps, one for pre-K karate and one for youth karate. You could put all those signs up there, but it is not the focal point. You are there to serve. And if you can get your head wrapped around that and stop focusing on what's my ROI, what's my ROI, what's my ROI, everything's going to change in your mindset, in your presentation, in your execution, and your delivery. But when someone does these events, then they come back to me and say, well, I didn't get any signups out of it. Then you approached it wrong to begin with because people see that. They see that smoke and mirror behavior, right? You're giving out cotton candy, but then... Before you get this cotton candy, I need your name and your email. What the heck? Right? Everybody see that? Tell me that you see that. Because I think the huge mindset shift that'll come with that will really help you in this fourth quarter. Yep. Believe Martial Arts has two events for Cotton Candy Machine, a PTO event. Good. Trunk or treats coming up. Yeah. Yep, yep, yep. The biggest challenge is convincing them we don't expect anything in return. It is a breath of fresh air. James from Resilient Martial Arts is sharing that. It is a breath of fresh air because they're going, what's your angle, man? Everybody's got an angle. What's your angle here? Remember, as the saying goes, nobody cares what you know until they know that you care. That's it. Nobody cares what you know until they know that you care. So you have to present that, that you genuinely care about the community you're serving and don't overshadow it by pushing specials and trying to capture people's information. A simple freestanding eight and a half by 11 in an acrylic frame with a QR code is plenty, is plenty. I really believe that. And that's just me. And it's working for us, right? It's working for us well. So I think another good event is reader of the day. Because a lot of times these, these elementary schools especially don't want martial artists coming into the schools because they think we're going to teach violence. And I'm going to call this out. I'm going to say it passionately. I do not believe doing huge assemblies with the whole school there is very effective. It might feed your ego, but they're ineffective. It's like, do you want to teach a martial arts class to 300 people? Ages what? Five all the way to what? 11? Absolutely not. They're different demographics, but what we will do is go classroom to classroom to classroom to classroom reading The Adventures of Bray and Tay, which is a book on focus. So we don't even wear martial arts uniforms. We wear a t-shirt that says one martial arts with black sweats. We go in, we do reader of the day on focus. We do a couple of focus drills with the kids, even let them break a board. And then they go home with the coloring sheet of focus, and on the back side, it says, thank you for allowing us to be reader of the day. One martial arts, QR code. And of course, that's going straight to the program page for kindergartners. You see where I'm going with that? And then Jason Smith took it a step further. He donated a copy of the book to their library. He went a step further. He even donated the book to each child in that room. That's a huge statement. That's Disney 10 x right? So there's a lot of potential there. But again, understanding the demographic, they'll let reader of the day come in all day, every day. You know, the martial arts guy in the black belt is going to teach this kid to front kick to the groin. That's their impression. It is what it is. So again, we can dispel that myth by going in there as reader of the day. Everybody got that one? Take a deep breath. Hmm. Cool. All right. So what else? A lot of us are going to have tuition increases. We do it every year now. 5% 
tuition increase every freaking year. Every year with the cost of living inflation, we have to do that. So when are we going to start promoting that? Now, as always, our annual tuition increase will happen on this date. Every year now, you know, we used to behave like many martial arts schools, right? Randomly, every couple of years, we increase it by 20 bucks. You're better off smaller increments, smaller increments. So if there's a cost of living tuition increase every year, it gets to be the norm. People can prepare for it. But when you just simply randomly, we're going to raise our tuition next month. It can't be that way. I highly, I don't recommend that at all. Please make that course correction, make that correction, but we're going to start putting it out now. And how do we help um, soften that blow? It's the only time of the year we allow people to pay for a year in full. It is the only time we allow that to happen. And after that year, it'll automatically start charging them so we don't have to double back and get them. So you want to be mindful. You're a cash-based business, money in, money out. When you get somebody to pay you for one year, don't go spending that all in one place. You have to take that tuition and spread it out over a year. Everybody with me on that? And it's a great way to mess up your cash flow by having a month like we'll have in December, all these people right, are, who, who are pretty much grandfathered in, for the lack of a better word. They're grandfathered in and they're there. So they're grateful to pay for a year. But be mindful, you have this inflated December. We had a couple of Decembers where we did close to $300,000. That money has to be spread out over 12 months. So don't go spend it all in one place and don't go doing the happy dance because you have one good month. You with me? Put in the comments. All right. So do you offer a discount for the paid in full? Well, see, the, the discount for the paid in full, James, and thank you for the question from Resilient Martial Arts. Give me questions. Is that you're going to get your current rate, your current rate for 12 months. So instead of incurring this tuition increase automatically January 2023, you won't experience it until January 2024. You with me? So that's that's the discount right there. And you know that same person will take advantage of it coming up in December of 2023. Sure, it will be the 2023 rate at that point, right? But they're going to avoid the 2024 tuition increase and they would have enjoyed the 2022 current tuition fee. Oh, everybody get that? It's like, what? <laughs> have students dropped because of the tuition increase? No, no. You know, when, when we did the one last year, we lost, I think, about 10 students, Master Raymore. No, not at all. Again, perceived value, perceived value. If I give you a dollar, you give me a dollar, and I give you $20 worth of value, are you cool with that? Okay, you give me $100, Master Raymore, I give you $300 worth of value. Are you good with that? Great. What well, doesn't change, Master Raymore? If I'm charging you currently, we charge two hundred and thirty-nine dollars, two thirty-nine. So we're going to increase it another ten dollars, right? Roughly five percent. So a tuition increase of two forty-nine for twice a twice a month, twice twice a week, twice a month, twice a week, two forty-nine a month. Guess what? If I'm giving you a thousand dollars worth of value, sir, you're happy. But here's one thing I've learned coming through this pandemic. Write this down. This is really important stuff. We have yet to do a birthday party since the pandemic. We have yet to do a parents' night out 
since the pandemic. We have yet to do a teen dodgeball night since the pandemic. Uh, we did do a Halloween thing last year. Uh, and we did we do a Christmas thing? I don't remember offhand. So we've pretty much, folks, eliminated a lot of that where I thought it was a huge retention tool for my existing parents when I do a parent's night out for them. It's not. It's not. That's the new data for me. What I've learned is you pay me really well to teach your kid martial arts and life skills. Really well. I'm not saying you shouldn't do any of that. Much like your kid's elementary school. Think about any real event they offer you for retention throughout the year. Okay, not a lot. So I believe we should be doing Halloween. We should be doing the dad and me, the mom and me party. These cultural things that help better the experience, but don't think that people, because you offer it for free, they're looking at it as, oh, this is part of my tuition. This is so cool. Who's with me on that? Does everybody follow me on that? Oh, James is still on the PF. Okay. Um, on the next year, if they do a paid in full, is it at the rate they passed last time? What? All right. So if they do a paid in full right now, before the year's out, they will get the 2022 tuition rate. If they do it at the end of 2023, they will get the 2023 rate, not the 2022. They will get the 2023 rate. Cool. I hope that helps. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. And so, but what we have done, I think, with the shift of not doing parents' night outs and things like that internally, we're making ourselves even more visible in the community. We sponsor softball teams, little league teams. We sponsor, um, I'm trying to get the scoreboard. I want to get a uh, banner hung at this one field. I saw, you know, my son has a soccer game at Mills. I saw a meat company, a plumbing company, a realtor, all hanging on the gate that people walk past every time, every time they go to a soccer game, they go to a football game. It's all there. It's very, very cool. So I definitely want to become part of that. So I think that type of external community exposure is something as a shift for us that we believe is more valuable than doing the parents' night outs, doing those bring a can to the buddy day thing. I mean, those things for me are just passe. They're passe. I would rather be in the community collecting cans in a booth and you get to break a board in exchange instead of doing bring a can to this buddy night, right? Again, I think it's a huge shift in mindset, but if you want to be an early adopter and hang out with me, come along. Like Schwarzenegger said in Terminator, come with me if you want to live, right? It's a, just another way of doing business. One, I think that can be very effective with that. Cool? Questions? Keep them coming. Keep them coming. All right. So, what are you doing with parents who are paid in full? This is great. And ask for a refund due to moving or lack of interest. Lack of interest is irrelevant. If they move by law, if they move 25 miles away, you must refund that money. You must, you must refund that money. But here's the kicker with that, Master Raymore. Say you buy a one-year membership paid in full. Three months in, you move. Guess what? I charge you for three months at the 2023 rate, rate, okay, you with me? The 2023 monthly rate, which will be 249. And yes, I'll refund the rest of the money back. We had a case in point, this happened. Somebody bought a month. 
the kid cried for like the first two, three classes. Parent decided, I don't want to do this. I want a refund. So you have two options. One, take that month tuition and just put it on hold for if and when you're ready, we'll give you a whole month. Or you came to three classes, you pay us the drop-in fee. And I think our drop-in fee is like 30 bucks a class. Drop-in fee if you want to just drop in per class. And we don't normally do that with karate. It's more for the fitness kickboxing that people do drop in. So you three classes, $90. Sure, you can go that route. And this was a once a week student at $189 a month, Master Raymore, $189 for the month. So they could have paid us $90, which they didn't want to do. That's half the tuition. So they just put it on hold to the kids ready. Fair is fair. Right is right, but not refunding that money, you know, when they move and things of that nature, I don't think is cool either. But there has to be a balance, right? And you're always trying to find that balance. I, I, hope, I hope that answers your question. All right, let me take a deep breath. So we just covered tuition increase, right? I think that's a big one. So come January, we will increase our tuition. And with 950 students, do the math. Do the math. If that's roughly $10 a student times 950, we just added $9,500 to our monthly bottom line times that by 12. That's over $100,000 of additional revenue we just added to our bottom line that wasn't there before because of cost of living. The dollar I pay my people in 2021 is not worth the dollar they get paid today in 2023. So they must have increases. But here's the other part with tuition increase. We will promote that actively. Cost of living. We are a company. Every year, our, every one of our employees get a 5% increase. Rent goes up 5% every year. Electricity goes up 5% every year. Everything goes up every year. We're, again, one of those industries that are just so, I don't know why we look at it. I don't know why we're so, you know, I'm going to say, I don't know. We're so backwards about that, you guys. Why? Everything else goes up every year. How come we don't want to increase our tuition? We wear it like this badge of honor. Oh, I haven't had to raise my tuition in over a decade. I don't know about that. That's not very smart. Every restaurant, the cost of food right now is up 20%. 20%. Food is up 20% from where it was a year ago. I went into a restaurant the other day and they automatically charged me a service charge of 18%. They're not saying it's the tip, but they're automatically doing that in many restaurants right now. Don't. Be afraid to increase your tuition. The only reason you're afraid, look at me, please. The reason you're afraid to increase your tuition because you've done nothing to improve your experience. When is the last time you reviewed the curriculum? When's the last time you updated the curriculum? When's the last time you redid curriculum videos? Do you have consistent staff training on that curriculum, right? The average tenure of my employees now is over 10 years, over a decade, the majority of my team over a decade. Why? Because I'm always mining data to better the experience for them, pay them better, do better. I don't want to lose my team. They're valuable. But to turn around and say to the families and friends that we serve, the average instructor, collectively, we have over 150 years of martial arts training and teaching experience. That is badass. So stop with the myth. Nobody cares who's teaching. Nobody. No, of course. That's silly. That's so silly. But I get what they're saying in the business world because you don't want it to be a personality-driven business. I understand that. But the yin to the yang of that, when I do step on the mat and teach, the impact is phenomenal. The people are very grateful. 
So you want to make sure that you are through social media, through your website, through even, even your brochures or whatever you give out, that people know what they're paying for is not a 45-minute class. What they're paying for is a team collectively that have over 150 years of martial arts training and teaching experience. That, to me, is something I can get behind. Cool? Next question. <clears throat> Do you take a Christmas winter break? No, we don't. We're closed on Thanksgiving Day and we're open the very next day for an extreme kickboxing, two hours. Yeah, that's a cultural event. Um, we are closed Christmas Eve, Christmas Day, New Year's Eve. We're open for camp because we have a week of winter camp and that's the last day. We're closed uh, New Year's Eve and New Year's Day. Other than that, but New Year's Day, we have a two-hour kickboxing class. The day after Christmas, we have a two-hour kickboxing class. That's been a standing tradition for over 20 years, Master Nam. 20 years. 20 years. And so those type of cultural events go over really, really well. And our core, you know, I know it's fitness, but the average kickboxer, we have some that have been there since we've opened Millbrae. We have some in San Francisco that have been there 22 years, right? You saw me post that thing, invest in the relationship, invest in the relationship. Right? We're all looking for a quick buck. That's because you don't budget your money right to begin with. At the end of the month, when I see people throw up something at the disruptor group going, hey, you know, what are you guys doing for specials? I need 10 more students right now to make rent. That's a bad business plan, bad business mindset. You need to rethink your whole game if that's the type of post you're offering and your mindset. Cool. Mm, James, do you think? That is still a good strategy in the in this recession. What, James, to increase my tuition? Do I think that's a good strategy? I'm not sure. What, what, be a little more clear on that question. Have you added benefits to your team or had adjustments since you've since you've had benefits? Well, for the salary players, they all get a medical siphon. Meaning to say, they go out and buy their own medical insurance, say it's $300 a month. We pay for it. We pay for it. And it's negotiated into a salary player, somebody who's full time working with us. So right now I've got one, two, three. I think I have four or five people who are on medical siphon is what we call medical siphon. There's also... Um, we have a 401k safe harbor pension program. So people pay into that and we match them up to 3% of their salary. We also have uh, paid vacation as well, right? So yeah, I mean, you want to become a company people want to work for and it's a matter of restructuring, right? Everything. And as I said, very proudly, TJ bought a house during the pandemic. TJ just had a very wonderful wedding, which I know cost him some money and he wanted to pay for that himself. And the majority he did. And I'm proud of those moments. His brother, Lucas, bought a house. I'm proud of that, too. I'm very proud of that. I shared with you, you know, another one of our employees. We looked at his 401k, and he's got, if he stopped right now, not putting any money into it, he'd be a millionaire by the time he retires. So that's what I need to do for my team. So, Master Raymore, if you're asking me those questions, you're on the right track. But are you fulfilling them? And it will cost you money, as it should. And you should happily do that, because you can't do it alone. Cool. Okay, James, you think? Yeah, absolutely, James. When we went into that restaurant the other night, they had no challenge, no challenge with a service charge of 18%. And I looked around this restaurant. It was packed on a weeknight. 
We went to Fratea's birthday. It was packed on a weeknight, James, on a weeknight. Now, listen to me closely. If you're in a very low-income neighborhood, that might be a different question, James, right? That might be a different question. It just may be, right? But everything, even McDonald's has increased their prices. It's across the board that this is happening. People aren't slashing prices, but that's why things like used clothing stores are really doing well. They're just, you know, I remember back in the 80s when we went through the recession during Reaganomics, every one of these, you know, used clothing stores, they call them vintage clothing. They popped up, man, and they're doing well, well, and it's happening again. So- would I do things like maybe, right, if you wanted, and, and this is, again, things I wouldn't do today, but maybe, just run this up a flagpole, James, three months in a uniform for this amount, or two for one, right, family discount for the first three months. But eventually, after you've proven yourself, they've got to be able to pay you what you're worth. So as long as it's pre-framed properly and you say, hey, you know, recession beater, Right now, get three months of resilient martial arts for this amount because January, our tuition is going up by this percentage. Things like that, I'm okay with. But, I, I, you know, like I was telling somebody else, their, their school is actually in a lower income neighborhood. They're feeling the hit. I'm going, yeah, because I remember those days where, hmm, electricity or food. I mean, that's how bad it was for us growing up. Do we keep the electricity on or do we eat today? And there's many people across the board that are feeling that, a lot of people. So again, you have to look at your demographic, James, look at the neighborhoods you're serving, and I would make that call based upon that more than anything. I wouldn't be reducing my tuition. No, no, no. But the employees are costing you more money, James, right? Medical is costing you more personally, right, in that process. So you've got to weigh that in as well. Cool? Where we are, for the most part, in San Francisco and Millbrae, we are a little better off financially. So people are not hesitant to enroll their kids. They're just not. They're not. But like every September, we all get that. And I don't want you to freak out on that. But you'll get that, hey, my kid's schedule is really, really busy. They have soccer now. They're doing this. Can we go on hold or quit? That's going to happen. That never changes in our industry because kids don't change. Parents don't change. They move into a new grade in September. They're overwhelmed with homework. They're overwhelmed with soccer starting up, things like that. And they can't do it. Don't freak out on it. Just really take care of the kids that are there and welcome the new ones coming through the door, right? Students come, students go. We can study the KPIs forever. There's a certain amount of that, no matter how much you try to tweak a KPI by doing this or doing that, change your instructor, change the class time. There's certain things beyond your control. And if you're cool with that, you, you know, you won't stress yourself out, man. All right, let me look at this. Um, I've since shifted my mindset to paying my team. Good. They are the most valuable asset. And I would look at them as investment. I've really shifted that. My payroll is not an expense. My payroll is an investment. If we can look at it that way, or more, you think how much money you put away into your retirement. I know how much I put into my retirement. Well, guess what? That team is my retirement because when I can't teach anymore and I'm you know, not the controlling partner in the company, I will still make money every year off this company. Cool? Right. Yeah, I remember eating in the dark a few times growing up. So 
We covered tuition increase. We're good on all that. Okay, great. And then another big overhaul was the remodels for us. Is it something we could really afford right now? No. I wanted to do a full remodel upstairs, downstairs, you know, in San Francisco. Millbrae, same thing. But you know what we ended up doing? The balance. It was 40K to do the remodel in SF, just the lower level. And we kept the same mats. I just took the good mats from Millbrae, the green ones, and replaced the ones that were shabby in San Francisco. That's it. Millbrae got new mats. So at least in the week of closure, beyond TJ's wedding, we had actual movement. We have a new floor in Millbrae, which was 15,000. And we did the remodel in SF, which was 40. Again, something is better than nothing. And doing somewhat of remodel will improve the morale, right? We don't want to be looking, you know, freaking apocalyptic post-pandemic, man. You know, you could look around the school and it looked like, you know, the school was in a state of shock. It did. I'm looking around going, God, that wall hasn't been painted. When normally we paint every six months in our business, just like Starbucks or anybody, we're always painting and refreshing. I'm going, that wall hasn't been painted since this freaking pandemic. Bad day. Bad day, folks. So... I took a line of credit at 2.99. Why? Because I don't want to dip into my cash flow. I want to keep the cash that's there in the school strong. So we left the bank accounts alone and we just took it off a, off a line. Well, the mats and Milbert we were able to pay for out of our um, expense account. But the remodel in SF, yeah, we did on a 2.99 for 18 months. That'll work, right? That'll work. But that's smart business. So the morale in San Francisco already because they come into that waiting area. Like I said, we lost all the parking in SF because of the, 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 they took all these meters out. People walking a block to a block and a half to come into one more Schwartz. So it needs a better waiting area. Dundee, Dundee. So that I think is important too. So if you can do a fresh coat of paint, rebranding is something huge, right? Reinvent yourself. Madonna was a master at that for decades. There's a different Madonna every couple of years, every couple of albums. So to reinvent your vibe, to spruce it up right now would be huge, huge. So whatever you can do, even if it's just a fresh coat of paint, something visible to people's eyes. You walk into that waiting area of San Francisco, it's like, you know, aha moment, right? It's that experience. They walk in going, whoa, look at this waiting area. It's so much bigger. There's more seating. They listen to us. Huge investment. And that, I believe, is going to carry through the momentum of the recession and everything going on. Millbury, same thing. People step on that mat. Smells good. Whoa. Even though we know we're in a recession, everyone's tightening up our belts. Here's one martial arts still giving to us in one more way. Still giving to us. Everybody in my school gets a 5% raise every year. A couple guys are getting fat raises next month. You've got to keep plowing ahead. And you want to invest money, even though you may not have it, where you need to do it, your team, the ambiance, anything to improve that experience. We're not running out and opening three more locations, but we are making sure that we're going deeper with the remodel, deeper with our pay structure, deeper, because in the end, that investment will reap me money on the back end. You with me? And that's when you got to look at your whole business as an investment. We're always looking to make money, make money, make money. I understand that, but Think about how many startup companies are in the red for decades, right? Then they finally turn a profit and go public. Amazon was one of those companies. We're no different. You just have to plan accordingly for that, right? Plan accordingly in all your structure. Cool?
Yeah, right, James. Right, you're right. So, you know, they kept sending me these things in the mail. Use this line of credit, you know, 2.99 for 18 months. I always just threw them out. There was no need. There's no need. There's no need. Then as we started, you know, sitting with Letitia and we sat with my, my accountant and even my lawyer and we threw the conversation around, you know, are we in a recession or are we not? Everybody collectively agreed we are, right? Gas prices are lower than they were three months ago, but they're higher than they were a year ago in 2021, right? Food is at an all-time high. So you've got to pay attention to that. When they say, well, the gross you know, uh, index is only gone up 8% in inflation. Last month, it was 9%. But it's still up 8 freaking percent or whatever it is today. So I think we need to pay attention to that. It's smart business. It's smart business. It just simply is. Um, okay, so Master Raymore is asking me, kind of off topic, disciplinary actions for instructors. You hired the wrong person. That's it. That's it. Is that it? Yeah, that's it. That's it. You know, I thank God every day for the team that I have. And when I was in Hawaii with these boys, I was crying. I cried. I did a couple of times, you know, but the main core group, TJ, Lucas, right? Sifu Bender, Sifu Fiddler, Mr. Castro, myself, that core team of instructors. We don't have these kind of issues, sir. There's never a discussion how to discipline anybody. We're full-grown men, right? We're big kids. So if you're having disciplinary issues, I don't know if it's so much uh, Master Raim or Master Nam, a policy as it should be a dialogue and a conversation. So Master Nam, for example, if they come late to work or forget their belt. Okay, great. Here's the conversation. Okay, twofold. First of all, hey, sir, where's your belt today? Oh, you forgot it. Hmm. Well, here at One Martial Arts, we know it's really important that we wear our uniform because we're like superheroes, right? So I'm going to tell you what, what, what I'm going to do for you. Let's give you a second belt and a second uniform that you can keep on site all the time. So even if you need to wash one, right, you always have a uniform here as well as a belt. How's that sound, sir? Good? Awesome. Other one. Let's see. Um, they're always come to late, okay? If they come late, sir, and everything should be data driven, sir. I noticed on your timesheet that you clocked in 15 minutes after your start time, three days this week. Pure data, but here's a solution, right? What can we do to support you? so that you're able to fulfill our brand parent, our, our brand promise of helping people live their best life. Shall we schedule you 15 minutes later? Should we maybe possibly give you a day off, right? Take that route versus you're always late, docu, $10, you're always late, right? I mean, that kind of stuff just does not help, right? Just does not help. Right? They just don't. They just don't. Does that make sense? Yeah. So for us, those are the things that, that we, we cultivate. My wife was talking to somebody yesterday in a job interview, and I was just losing my freaking mind because she gets it, right? She gets it. Our team is passionate about living their best life. 
Most people who come to work with us stay with us. And she was like, well, I'm going, you do that job interview, babe. You do that job interview. And it was just rocking. It was just rocking. So what do you guys, you got a side conversation going? For example, if they come late, oh, they got to be perfect. Me and Master Nam have PTSD from our pastime. Yeah, well, yeah, we all do. We all do, sir. I just went through that with an employee. Everybody knows that, right? A year or two ago, April. We all know that. I mean, it, it was public fair. There are going to be those people. But when you have one bad apple, do you drop a policy in everybody's lap that's negative, that's not empowering, that doesn't serve the team? I don't think so. I don't think so. You know, you cut out the cancer. You get rid of them. It's, it's really that simple, right? But again, starting from square one, culturally hiring people. Now, in my business, I don't hire anybody. I don't. We invite people to join our team. First of all. Second, I don't do the interview process. My wife does. She's a mom. She gets it. She knows who fits. And then she turns it over to TJ and Letitia. I am the worst when it comes to hiring. I would take in every stray dog that walks in off the street. That's my weakness. It's not something I'll ever improve upon because it's not my gig. It's not my gig. But we have a pretty good system in place to cultivate that. And it's not necessarily a kid who's a black belt in your school. Quite the opposite. It's the person who fits your culture. Because you can train them. If you have good SOPs, right? You can train anybody. Anybody. Like my wife was brilliant. The, the new kid we're thinking of hiring won't only be well for after school. They can also do teaching. I don't want to pay top dollar for somebody to clean a toilet. But I will pay top dollar if you could do both after school and teach martial arts classes, which is what we pretty much all do now. There's a certain amount of things. I, I just think a utility player is more valuable on your team than somebody that's one-dimensional like a designated hitter, right? That, that again is our culture, folks, and that's what we perpetuate. I know it's a little off subject, but you're right. Hiring is something that should be happening the fourth quarter, the third quarter, the second, the first. Hiring is something we do all the time. So I think that's very relevant. Okay. So we talked about some community events. We talked about um, tuition is a big one. Uh, we talked about, I'm going to dig deep and go deeper on social media for a minute <clears throat> and stay with me with this. So you got any questions, just keep them coming. Keep them coming. And anybody new coming aboard, please say hi. Tell me your name. Tell me where you're tuning in from. Social media is a beast. And if I see one person go, here's a Halloween special, here's a Thanksgiving special, here's a Black Friday special, here's a holiday special, here's a New Year special, man, you know better than a used car salesman or that furniture store in your neighborhood that's always going out of business, right? You simply are. Now, sure, Best Buy will have a sale on an Apple computer, but you go to Apple, Apple's Apple. This is it. You won't see a bunch of for sale signs in an Apple window. It cheapens the experience and it cheapens the product. It simply does. So that's why we don't do a Valentine special. We don't do a back to school special. We don't do, because the bottom line, I do a back to school special right now, $99 in a uniform. That's what we used to do all the time, all the time. Lots of traffic through the door. Sticker shock. How much is it a month now? Once a week is $189 a month. How about twice a week? $239. Bad day. You just wasted a month of their time and a month of your time because when the day is done, they can't afford it. 
And especially in, the, in this recession, you want to talk even deeper. A lot of people can't afford it. No matter how much we position ourselves, this is the best tuition investment you will ever make. This is the best investment for your child's personal development. It's simply X's and O's. If I can't afford it, I can't afford it. That's it. So that's why, you know, somebody had asked me, God, we're running out of time. We're going to have to do a part two next week. Somebody had asked me, you know, we noticed you didn't have your schedule or your tuition fees at your website. Because for a year, I was collecting data on market muscles to see as it behaved. I didn't touch it, really. It was a blind leap of faith. We just let market muscles do what it does. And I can say market muscles is batting about 80% of everything they said they were going to do. So about a B. So on a good day, I'm going to tell you market muscles rocks. Now we're slowly going in methodically and making changes. And if you look at any one of our kids pages, our kickboxing page, it has schedule. It has a way to sign up for a free class directly. No opting in and all that other song and dance. And it has here for our tuition investment plans. That's it. I want to be transparent. And the bottom line is if you can't afford it, there's no reason for us to even have a conversation. It's not. It's not. And I think that's important to be that transparent up front. I know every salesperson will say, hey, don't do that because you haven't really sold them on the benefits, right? I don't want to sell you on anything. The majority of people who come to us are through the website through referral, through Facebook, through Google. So we spend a lot of time in those environments. Improve your website. Improve your Google business page. Improve your presence at next door. Improve your Facebook public pages, right? Improve those things because that way, I know for us, I watch my wife. Somebody applies for a job, boom, she goes and finds their Facebook page or their Instagram. She wants to know about them. So people come to us today. The average consumer, not the 1%, the majority. And again, I'm a numbers guy when it comes to that. I'm a happy guy if we're batting 80%, 90%. Are we always going to fall short? Yes. Yes, we are. But that's that's the cost of doing business, folks. Anybody with me on that? Anybody with me? Yeah. So again, we're very mindful of that. We're very mindful of that. Cool. So yeah, as far as social media and all that stuff, get away from those specials, people. They're like every everybody else out there. Really promote deeper meanings. Like during December, we do the gratitude badge, right? And Thanksgiving. And we're promoting gratitude, how grateful we are. We do it year round. You know me, I'm the grateful guy. But we really, around the holidays, my, my professor's corner will really talk about the meaning of family and the holidays. Everything we do cultivates that, cultivates that, cultivates that. So again, think strategically in social media in this fourth quarter. What is it you want to say, right? As we approach Thanksgiving. Oh, October is Bully Awareness Month. So everybody should be doing Bully Awareness. You should be doing Bully Awareness 24-7, 365 in every one of your freaking classes all the time. Not just because it's trendy and hip and you're thinking of enrolling more students in October. Who's with me on that? Boom, raise your hand. Okay. So I get it. You got to plan out this annual calendar. And yes, will we do a bully event in October? Yes. But we'll do one throughout the year as well. You with me? Who's with me? Dun, 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 dun. Stay with me. So those are the other things we're looking at. And so strategically, as we come into these months of back to school, 
we're more than happy to say, hey, I understand you're really, really busy. So we'll happily cancel your membership or put it on hold. And then we send them a great uh, thank you postcard. And we thank them in an email. Because guess what? That kid that quit two years ago when the pandemic began, he was only a yellow belt. Could not do virtual. I walk into the school on Monday in San Francisco to help finish up that remodel. And they tell me, the team, this young man is back to us after two years now that we have in-person classes. And it took him a while because we have had him in person for a while, but he was only comfortable now, right now. But do you see what I'm saying? We didn't put any kind of stress on them. We didn't sit there and add guilt. We didn't add any of that stuff to the mix. We made sure we were simply on point, serving people at the highest level. The highest level, right? The highest level. Hmm. So really, really think about that. And it's a unique opportunity because, yeah, we are in a recession. We really are. And I don't want to be, but we are. And if you don't believe we are, I think you're crazy, man. You might be sitting in a bubble like many parts of California. They're sitting in a bubble. You know, people who have money always have money, recession or not, pandemic or not. That's a different conversation. So I think we want to be mindful of that. But I think we want to also, much like, you know, when I'm working with people, I find that I say, you just survived a pandemic, many of you. What is it that you did to endear yourself to your friends and family, right, of, of your school, of your academy? What is it that you did? And 10X it. Keep doing it and doing more of it, more and even more. Absolutely, right? You want to make sure that you're doing that. Cool. All right. So, hey. Let's, let's just thank my sponsors again, Market Muscles, My Studio, Kids Love Life Skills, LC Accounting. Thank you, thank you, thank you for all that you do for, for supporting us in, in Success Never Sleeps. Um, it's Time Life Balance, 20 people, four days. It's not until next April. We already have, I think, 10 of the spots are taken. Yeah, because it's 20 people, four days, intense. Make that type of investment. Spend four days with me. It will change your life. You won't get the lights and the glamour and the glitz, but I've shared that passionately. You know, I've gone to events where you sit there and there's a DJ and there's lights and you sit in this room for 16 hours, and boom, 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 sensory overload. Then you walk out into the lobby, punch drunk like this, and there's tables everywhere strategically. Sign up for the program. Yes, yes, right? Reminds me of that movie Toy Story where those are. Uh, Little animals want the claw to pick them up, right? The Martians, take me, take me, right? It's the same thing. I don't believe in that. I believe in getting down, getting personal. It's because you're personal in your business. You're a small business owner. They go hand in hand. Make no mistake. They go hand in hand for you. So I want you to be mindful of that. Cool? All right. So go to brandonbeliso.com, look under events, get signed up for It's Time Live Balance. Cool, cool, cool. So again, thank you everybody for being here today. I'm losing my voice because I'm just in love. I'm so in love with what's going on in life. I was talking to Roland Osborne today and we were just having that conversation. How amazing life is if we choose to make it amazing. Cool. I'm Brandon Beliso. This is Success Never Sleeps. Until we talk again, what are you going to go out there and do? Live your best life.